Welcome to Evan Makovsky's podcast. I am your host, yours truly, Evan Makovsky, and it is my pleasure to be joined by the founder and CEO of Career Brand Story, Jeremy Tudor, and uh, he does a lot with folks' careers, whether it's coaching, whether it's helping them with their resume. First, let me say hello, and then I'll let you, Jeremy, take away if you want to just summarize what Career Brand Story is. Hi, Evan. Thank you so much for having me today. Um, I um, really appreciate it. Um, Career Brand Story simply um, is actually a marketing company. It's just we're really niched in helping job seekers um, market themselves for today's job market. Um, interesting, um, coming here the month of September um, will actually be our four-year anniversary. Um, so I started off with myself, um, uh, you know, kind of a little bit lost in my own career direction um, and trying to decide what I wanted to do next after spending 16 years in talent acquisition and recruiting. Um, I worked for, um, was a talent acquisition manager for the entire state of North Carolina. I was the director of recruitment for Special Olympics World Games. And I had worked for a large global energy resourcing company doing international recruitment and global mobility and found myself at a place of like what I wanted to really do and what did that really look like. And so out of that came Career Brand Story, um, a company that really embraces and helping people thrive in their life and do more of what they love. All right, Jeremy, why don't you tell everybody you summed up the transition, but how did you actually come to the point that you wanted to start your own business and how did you get it off the ground? Yeah, so the the real story is um, I was terminated from my last job, um, not through any fault of my own, but it was a leadership change. Um, I was working for the state um, and there was a political change and my position was just one of those eliminated, just like a lot of people experience when acquisitions happen or reorgs happen. Um, we all can find ourselves at one point in that position. Um, and it was devastating, to be quite honest. I didn't know what I was going to do. Um, I remember sitting at the conference table, signing the papers and walking away and thinking, now what? Um, I had received um, my certification as a behavioralist in DISC, um, which is a science and psychology that talks about how you do things and why you do things. Um, I also had a certification in um, motivators and helping people understand why it is what they do. And, you know, I hadn't really used those outside of the context of, you know, my corporate work um, and helping build teams. Um, but, you know, looked at my wife and I was like, I have these certifications, I can do something with them. So, you know, I built a website, I started marketing myself out there through LinkedIn. And, um, you know, in time, you know, we ended up today, we've helped over 2000 plus people, you know, in some form or fashion in their career direction, really helping them understand here's where I am today, but here's where I'm trying to go tomorrow. And then taking it to a new level of helping them brand and market themselves to actually accomplish the ability to land the dream job that they really want to land. Jeremy Tudor, CEO and career brand strategist at Career Brown Brand Story, and not to mention the founder. He wears many, many hats. Why don't you take us through your day-to-day -day work at Career Brand Story? 
Well, I think like any entrepreneur, <laughs> it's everything. Um, you know, um, there's a part of just working on the business and, you know, I have a small team today. Um, and so making sure that they're, you know, paid, um, you know, that their day-to-day -day tasks are set up for what they need to do. Um, and it's sales calls and it's building relationships. And um, so most of my days are spent on the phone with clients. Um, I do all the coaching right now. Um, and, you know, a lot of that conversation is helping. It's a lot of listening, right? I mean, when people are going through career transitions, it impacts their life. Um, it's personal. Um, it's hard. Um, and there's a lot of feelings that go along with that. And so it's a lot of listening, um, helping them to discern um, and process what has happened um, and what they need to do to go to the next level. On a very practical side, we write resumes. Um, we help, you know, craft LinkedIn personal branding. Um, we help, you know, craft and create their story pitch um, and practice that of what they're going to say when they interview. Um, and we help people with just that whole job marketing strategy. You know, where do I go to find a job? Um, what do I need to do um, in today's job market? Besides just going and applying online, how can I gain the attention that I need in the marketplace? Um, and then holding people accountable to that plan. And, um, you know, so many times um, I think job seekers get out here and get discouraged. And one of the biggest things I think that I offer is that encouragement and accountability uh, to keep going and um, to keep working your plan. Um, because if you do it, you know, the success of finding the right job, you know, will happen. In 2020, a lot of, I would assume, potential at the time clients for you were losing employment and companies were losing revenue and business. What was happening at Career Brand Story? Just the opposite? You were gaining it as people were going into unemployment? Well, you know, I think a lot of people assumed like, oh, things should be really great for you because, you know, all these people um, have lost their jobs. So now they need help. Um, I think we trended well um, in comparison to probably a lot of, you know, other companies and organizations that might have struggled. Um, but what we did trend with is exactly how the job economy went. So overnight, when the pandemic hit, we saw 40% lost in jobs, and I saw 40% loss in revenue and business, um, you know, because there were no jobs to be applied to. Um, in fact, we had about a dozen people right before the pandemic sign up in one of our more high-end VIP kind of, you know, um, marketing programs. And honestly, I thought, oh my gosh, what are we gonna do with them? There's no jobs. Um, you know, our commitment was that we actually stayed with them for an additional um, 12 weeks with the same level of service. And then throughout the rest of the year as just a resource if they still didn't have jobs. When I ran those numbers in December, 70% of those people actually still landed jobs within six months, um, which I thought was really great progress, even in a downturn economy. Um, because it shows that our referral network strategy and our marketing strategy really works for people. Jeremy Tudor joining me, Evan Makovsky, right here. Okay, so in 2021, how are most people situated? We're not out of the pandemic. The Delta variant is flying around. Um, what's the job landscape look like now? Well, I think from since, you know, um, May, 
um, at least from my business perspective, you know, I've seen business pick up. Um, the majority of my clients, and there's been this whole talk out in the marketplace of like the great resignation, right? Um, one in four of Americans, or about 40%, um, said that they're going to make a shift in their career this year. I think a lot of people with the pandemic ended up, you know, sitting at home and had time to actually think about the meaning of their work and, you know, are they doing what they really love? And so we have this percentage of America that there was like, you know, hey, I, I wanna do something more meaningful. I wanna do something different. I will say that the vast majority of my clients today are in that boat. They have solid jobs. Um, they may even somewhat enjoy their job, but they're looking at that next thing really for them. Um, and so what does that mean for everybody else out there? You know, I think when people hear the great resignation um, across the media, sometimes it gives the impression that, okay, there's a lot of jobs out there and there are, but it's a lot of movement. It's people moving from one company to another company, making transitions. Um, I think if there's a bigger impact, it's on the companies themselves and how they retain good employees. Um, that's probably a whole nother podcast episode um, to talk about your talent mobility, but for you know career seekers out there you know with that movement um does mean more opportunity but it also means that it's a competitive landscape which is why it's so important that your career brand story be really nailed down be on brand on message um so that you can stand out you know from the rest of the people who might be considered in that candidate pool um for the dream job you're looking at um, going back to the companies that are really dealing with, um, you know, this same shift, but how do they retain that, you know, career brand story, um, this fall, um, is introducing a new program to business to business on helping companies with their internal talent mobility. Um, so many times we let people just walk out the door, um, when we could retain them and save cost and actually help them continue to professionally develop and thrive in their careers without ever losing that knowledge and that talent and the investment that we put into the employee. So what will work from home, work from the office, hybrid? How would you characterize the workplace landscape here as we're like we discussed before, not fully out of the pandemic, but what's the landscape here of, it's not gonna be the same as it was before the pandemic in 2019. Well, sure. I mean, I think in reality, we have to look at and understand that, I forget the statistics, so you might question and fact check me on this one, but it's like under 20% of jobs are actually truly remote work. Most people actually have to go into a place and do work. Um, you know, at some place. Um, but with the pandemic, did it shift how we look at work and, and did it shift how people could work? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I think the best way to categorize it is more virtual work, um, you know, and so I think there's things that are going to happen on both sides of this. Um, obviously, right now, with the Delta variant that's out here, um, it's going to delay plans. And I think that managers and companies are need to think strategically about how they're going to re-engage their team, even in a prolonged time of virtual work. Um, you know, um, I think that for many, there was probably the short term, this is what it is, uh, then we'll come back into the workplace. But now with it being prolonged, 
you know, it's definitely giving pause for you to think about that employment engagement. And it's just as important if someone was showing up in person. Um, I think for job seekers, it does give you a lot more flexibility um, and opportunity because where companies may have not traditionally thought about, you know, this remote or virtual type of work, now they really are considering it, um, you know, and so there's a lot more um, opportunity for you to, to look at that work if that's something that, you know, you really want to do. Um, I'm still the big believer that, you know, people are still going to drift back in their office. Um, if you look at the surveys that are kind of like, you know, done across polls on LinkedIn by different people, you kind of get a mixed result. I think there's people in the bucket who have been sitting at home with their family, with their kids, and they're ready just to get out um, and back to something normal where they're not on top of each other. At the same time, there's those people who, for the first time, got to work from home. They work better. They love it. And they want to do that and they want to embrace that. Um, and so I think there's going to be opportunities on both sides for that to happen. Um, and my biggest encouragement for everyone is that be flexible, be adaptable, be flexible, you know, to your opportunities. Um, and if companies do the same thing, I think we'll all find common ground on what really works best for the workforce. Jeremy, you put your clients through a career brand story battery of tests when they first sign up to work with you uh what were how were those tests developed and what are they meant to extrapolate yeah so we use disc um, which is a behavioral um, assessment of how you do things um the reason that we use disc um, is a variety of reasons really um, we use that report um, to bring out your talent insights and so sometimes it's a discussion um, that data can really help us discuss um, your career direction, where you are today and where you're going. You know, we look at career direction for me, it's about putting like different ingredients together. It's how you do things, but it's also why you do things. It's a skill set that you bring, which you can always grow and learn new skills and a little bit of what you like to do. So that assessment just serves as like a foundation and base for us to be able to have that productive conversation around your career direction. Um, we also use that assessment for personal branding. A lot of people I don't think are used to, um, you know, talking about their personal brand. Um, that's something that's fairly new um, for people to consider. And so we found the data in that report is a useful way to get people to think about that um, when they're not used to. Um, and then the big piece in that assessment is also that we do talk about their why, um, you know, the mission of my company is truly thriving your life, do what you love. Well, you can't do what you love if you don't understand what motivates and drives you right. and why you're doing the things that you're doing. And so that to me is such a critical piece. Um, the surveys have been for years, have for years have been that about 80% of Americans hate their job and are dissatisfied in it. I just want to take that number down. I think that's absolutely ridiculous that that number isn't that high. And the bigger piece to that is not around skill set. It's not around behaviors. It gets down to does the person feel motivated in their role? And more often than not, they don't feel motivated in it because we have poor leadership and we have people who don't engage people's why and, and really tap into what, what, how they're wired and how they communicate and how they live and what they like to do. You know, and I think that understanding that um, allows you 
for yourself, that self-awareness allows you to go to the environments where you're really going to thrive. I think if companies and managers and leaders were to really tap into that and understand about their employees, they would increase, you know, employee satisfaction, you know, and retention as well. Um, I We use this assessment for every one of persons that work on our team. And it's not about always focusing on, you know, hey, what you don't do good at, but it's actually focusing on, hey, this is what you're really great at. Let's make sure you continue to thrive in that place. Humbly, um, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, finish. The other assessment that we do use is we also do emotional intelligence, um, you know, and that's just an important piece. Um, we typically use that for more senior leaders, but um, in their leadership development, but um, we conduct that as well because, you know, if you're not going to be a leader of empathy today, uh, I, I don't really see how you can be a successful leader in the future. Humbly speaking, what is Jeremy Tudor's greatest asset running career brand story? And what is the specific skills that make you successful? Well, I think that if you were to do a survey amongst all of my clients, I think the one thing that comes out is that I care and I'm authentic. Um, you know, um, I, I genuinely care about every single client and what's going on in their life and helping them get to that place in their career where again, they can thrive and do what they love. Um, you know, what I bring to that is the knowledge behind it. You know, with the many years in talent acquisition and recruiting, working across corporate America, um, government agencies, you know, million dollar nonprofits um, and, you know, understanding, you know, how recruitment and talent acquisition really works. The thing that I've gained over the recent years just running my own business is the marketing piece. I had to dive deep into knowing how to market myself and I've been successful at that. You know, I went from, you know, um, bootlegging this company from zero dollars to six figure, you know, sal uh, you know, revenue um, within 18 months. And that was because I was successful in the marketing piece. What I realized in that marketing piece for myself was that job seekers didn't understand how to market themselves. So literally every time we experiment or we do something different and try something in marketing, we step back and we're like, OK, how can a job seeker use this? Um, that's what's led us this year to offering a full service around people creating a virtual story. We beta test that last year, and we know that video marketing has a huge return on investment for businesses. So I was like, why would we not do that for the job seeker? Um, and so we help them create that virtual story today um, so that they can gain the attention across the job market. So, you know, but all of that is done with an entire team that genuinely cares for our clients. Um, we really promote um, people living a life of wholeness. Um, we expect that and try to cultivate that on our own team, but that translates right into every single client that we touch as well. Um, you know, if you are going to work just to work, I don't know that that's enough for anybody in their life. If you go work and you find meaning in it, then you start to thrive and find true purpose. And that at the end of the day is what's gonna take that number that ranks up to 80% of people hating their job. That's what's gonna drop it, is when people actually love waking up on Monday morning and going to their work. What does the future hold? And it sounds like growth is part of it for Jeremy Tudor and career brand story. Yeah, I mean, so the thing that I love most in my job um, is why I love working with all my clients. But if you were really to sit down and go, okay, well, what do you really love doing? What I really love doing is working with my team and developing other people.
Um, and so, you know, I have a team today that I invest in and I believe in them. And it's not that I just believe in what they're doing for our company. Um, I always tell them, you know, I work for you and I want to help you get wherever you need to get to. Um, so some of them may become long-term people in our company and some may be short-term and go on to other things um, in their career that they're trying to get to. Um, my goal from day one has always to build a remarkable company. Um, I don't plan to stay small. Um, I want to have a company that thrives with other employees who, you know, come to this place and find a place where they too can thrive and do something that they really love doing. Um, you know, we recently, um, you know, I started in Raleigh, North Carolina. I lived there for 16 years. My family made a recent move here to Nashville, Tennessee. Um, we feel like this is a great place for us to grow a brand, to grow this company. We already reach people nationally and a few people internationally. And so this was kind of a, a new move for us and a new marketplace to be able to do just that. Um, while we continue to want to help people on the consumer side, the job seekers who are looking, we are also looking at how we can expand, you know, um, business to business. Um, and that goes back to, you know, this fall to us introducing our talent mobility program, taking in our talent insight assessments and talent, you know, data analytics and really helping companies understand where their current workforce really sits and where they really want to go so that they can make better decisions, um, you know, and retain their good employees and top talent um, and help people professionally develop and grow. Jeremy Tudor, founder and CEO of Career Brand Story. It's careerbrandstory.com. Appreciate your time very much. Thanks, Evan, and I appreciate you taking the time um, today as well. Take care. Thanks. And that's going to do it for this episode of Evan Makovsky's podcast. Stay tuned because we have Kevin Jennings coming up in the next episode, the CEO of Urban Food Group. He owns restaurants in various spots around the country. That's in the next episode. We thank Jeremy Tudor of Career Brand Story. We will see you next time.